how the offense unlocked a victory against Texas, plus a look at Oklahoma State's 2022 recruiting class, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan, you can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. So last week I talked about some of the keys on the offensive side of the ball that Oklahoma State needed to execute in order to come away with a win against Texas. And I like to just kind of go back and check myself to see um, what we did do, what we needed to do, what I thought we needed to do, and see if see if I was on track at all. So we're going to do that today and just kind of highlight what the offense did right in order to come away with that win against Texas, starting first with protecting Spencer Sanders. I talked about yesterday the kind of step back in the offensive line that they had against Texas. I thought they had been improving week to week, and last week they kind of uh, stuttered a little bit when when we needed them the most. Now, ultimately, it ended up okay. Sanders took one sack. He did have one passing touchdown and one rushing touchdown, so when we needed it the most, the offensive line stood up. But in that first half, they just looked a little um, lacking in, in what we've seen so far. One thing I will say about Spencer Sanders every week is his feet come through every time we need them to. That 10-yard touchdown rush rush in the second half was huge for Oklahoma State, and he seems to kind of have one of those plays every week. One of the other things I talked about was Spencer Sanders making good decisions with the football. He did have one interception, missing Rashad Owens, and the ball landing right into Texas defender Deshaun Jameson's hands. On limiting turnovers, I'll take one interception over the three we had against Baylor all day, every day. Ultimately, Sanders didn't look great. His box score does not reflect the game that he had, in my opinion, though. You know, if he connects with Tay Martin early in the game, both on the deep pass and the touchdown pass, then I think we're looking at Spencer Sanders a little differently today. Um, But he got the job done, and that's, that's what we needed from him. Everybody talked about the need to lean into the run game, to ride Jalen Warren in this game for a win. He ended up with 33 attempts for 193 yards. I predicted 200 for Jalen Warren, so we fell just short of that. But you know what? I'll take an almost win. Sometimes you just have to, that has to be enough. 138 of those yards came in the second half. We leaned hard on the run game in the second half. We wore Texas down and it worked out in our favor. I'll say it again. I know Mike Gundy talks about preferring a 25-touch limit for his running backs, but now is so not the time to take the ball out of Jalen Warren's hands. He breathes life into this offense every time he touches the ball, and I just think taking it out of his hands is, is not the answer to keep winning games. He's just a tough dude. 
he can run, you know, 28 to 33 carries a game. That's the kind of player he is. That's the kind of player he wants to be. And it, it's working. So I, I hope we don't start fading that part of our game. I talked about involving Tay Martin early and often. Right out of the gate, we tried to get a chunk play through the air with Tay Martin. It was a good pass by Spencer Sanders, a little long, but ultimately Tay Martin should have been able to grab that. It slipped right out of his reach. And um, I talked, you know, I, I think we'd be talking about Spencer Sanders a little differently had he caught that. Um, and then a much better, I think, throw from Spencer Sanders, a dime in the end zone of Tay that he also dropped. Drops are a severely overrated stat. They happen. You shake it off, you get back on the horse, and I'll go ahead and call a 100-plus yard get-right game for Tay Martin uh, against Iowa State this week, and I think they'll get him involved this week to kind of shake off what happened last week. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was Mike Gundy's plan at all. As long as he's healthy, that's that's what I see for him this weekend. The other thing that was very crucial was keeping the offense on the field so that the defense could be well-rested to face the high-powered Texas offense. We had 33 uh, minutes and 43 seconds time of possession compared to Texas's 26 minutes and 17 seconds. We didn't lead time of possession against Baylor or Kansas State. It mattered less against those two offenses. It was absolutely imperative that we kept our offense on the field for longer periods of time than Texas did in order to keep our defense fresh. And we did that. Good teams find ways to win, even when their offense struggles. I'd still love to see our offense put up a full four quarters of really good play. But I'll take wins however they come, even if it's from a, a four for four field goal performance like it was from Tanner Brown against Texas. If that's the way we win, then that's the way we win. We wear teams down. And we're always in the game. That defense, like we've been saying, always keeps us in the game. The offense did their part in order to come away with a win against Texas. Next up, we're checking in on some Oklahoma State football recruits. But first, college football fans, have you heard about prize picks? Prize picks offers all the props you can think of, including touchdowns and interceptions thrown. My favorite is the fantasy uh, NFL kicker. Props. They're super fun for me. I know that's not everybody's cup of tea, but they have everything. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Make sure to use promo code LOCKEDON for a 100% match up to $100. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Thank you for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. 247 Sports put out their 2022 recruitment class grades. So we're just going to kind of look at the recruiting class for Oklahoma State, the players that are coming in, what they've done so far in their senior seasons in high school, and, and just kind of a look at how many offers they had. Just some basic information so we know the faces that are coming into Oklahoma State next season. First up is the first half of a dual commitment 
Taylon Shetron, a wide receiver out of Santa Fe, Oklahoma. He was a four-star recruit, a former Sooner recruit that flipped to the Cowboys. We love that. And maybe it's because I'm super petty. It probably is, but it does feel extra good that it was a Sooner recruit that flipped. He had 19 offers in total. So far, his senior season, season he's got 50 receptions for 689 yards and is averaging just under 100 yards at 98.4 receiving yards per game. He's secured seven touchdowns at 6'3 and 185 pounds. He's big. He has an athletic build. He offers huge upside in the deep passing game. A great commit. And like I said, just feels a little better that he flipped from OU to Oklahoma State. Next up, Braylon Presley. Now, Braylon has what is the ATH tag. And in football recruiting world, it stands for athlete. And it means that the player in question has such a wide variety of skills. He can be played at any position in the field. So they haven't put him in a box he is out of Bixby, Oklahoma, a four-star recruit. Obviously, the brother of current Cowboy Brennan Presley. He's a dynamic athlete, a great get for the Cowboy offense. Through seven games this season, Presley has 63 carries for 667 yards and 11 touchdowns, plus 41 receptions for 513 yards and another five touchdowns. He received offers from 15 schools. C.J. Brown, a running back out of Beggs, Oklahoma, another four-star recruit. He had offers from 10 schools through his seven games so far this season. Brown has over 1,000 rushing yards and 12-plus touchdowns. He's a 5'11", 175-pound back, and he's ranked the seventh-best overall player in Oklahoma. Garrett Rangel, a quarterback out of Frisco, Texas, a three-star recruit, He's 6'2", 175 pounds, chose Oklahoma State over nine other schools that were offering to him. He's played in five games this season, missed two with an injury. But in those five games, he's completed 70 of his 103 pass attempts for almost 1,200 yards and 12 touchdowns with only one interception. Ollie Gordon, a running back out of Euless, Texas, I think I'm pronouncing Euless correct, is a three-star recruit. He had 17 total offers, plays quarterback in a read option offense. So I didn't look so much at his passing stats as I did his, his running back stats, since that seems to be the direction he's headed. And on the ground, he's got 118 carries for 1,259 yards and 19 touchdowns. And I don't mean to giggle, but that's an insane stat line. 19 touchdowns? What the heck? Tyrone Weber, an offensive lineman from New Mexico Military Institute, is a three-star JUCO recruit, announced his commitment following the game against Texas. He received 17 offers. He is 6'5", 290 pounds, and plays left tackle. That's a big man. The COVID season last year nullified his first year of eligibility, so he will have full eligibility for Oklahoma State the full four years. 247 Sports has him ranked as the number four overall nationally ranked JUCO player. Cameron Epps is a cornerback out of St. Louis. A three-star recruit had 10 other offers, has played everywhere from quarterback to receiver to punter and special teams returner. He can do it all. And you know what? Coaches love a player that can ultimately slot in anywhere they're needed. I've talked about this before. Uh, usually, in relation to an NFL conversation and making a 53-man roster, but I think it matters just as much in college ball. 
coaches love to see a guy that that they can put anywhere on the field. So that was the first half of the soon-to-be Cowboys, the first half of our 2022 recruiting class. Next up, the second half of that recruiting class. But first, a word from one of our sponsors, Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there, and you can get 15% off your order at Built.com with promo code LOCKED15. It tastes like a candy bar, but it also looks like a candy bar. They're coated in chocolate, but they are a healthy option for a sweet treat. 17 to 18 grams of protein and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Built Bar has nine flavors ranging from raspberry to coconut to peanut butter chocolate. They have a salted caramel. Are you kidding me? If you're adventurous and looking to try every flavor, you can check out Built Bar's Mix Box where you get two of each of the nine flavors over on Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Again, head over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. And I've got to tell you about one more sponsor betonline.ag it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports football is all the way back we got postseason baseball we got basketball finally started we got hockey preseason or maybe it's hockey season already as always bet online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season get all the updated odds props and contests at betonline.ag be sure to take advantage of promo code locked on to receive a 50 percent welcome bonus you can bet anything from basketball to baseball and even who the new Raiders head coach will be. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for this season. Be sure to use promo code locked on. Again, that's promo code locked on for your welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. All right, wrapping up the recruits for the 2022 class with. Mason Gilkey, a wide receiver out of Pahuska, was a three-star recruit, the number 13 overall player in Oklahoma, committed to Oklahoma State the day he received the offer. The day he received it. I love that. That kid bleeds orange already. Through seven games this season, he has 51 receptions for 725 yards and 13 touchdowns. The 6'4", 185-pound receiver was a hidden gem of a recruit, who has been leading his high school team in receptions for two years now. Jaleel Johnson, a defensive lineman from Putnam City North, Oklahoma City, a three-star recruit, received offers from 12 different schools. Through seven games, the 6'4", 235-pound defensive lineman is having a monster season. He's racked up 49 total tackles, 17 for loss, nine sacks, eight quarterback hurries, two fumble recoveries, two forced fumbles, and a blocked punt. That felt like I was singing the 12 Days of Christmas song. Just a fantastic season for him so far uh, through seven games. Dylan McKinney, a cornerback out of Colleyville, Texas, another three-star recruit, had a whopping 21 offers. The six-foot, 175-pound pounder scored first-team all-district honors following last season. Gabe Brown, a linebacker right out of Stillwater, Oklahoma, is a three-star recruit. He is the number 16 overall player in Oklahoma. He fielded 10 total offers, the first 2022 commit for Oklahoma State. The hometown kid led Stillwater in tackles last season with 74, including six tackles for loss and five sacks in a total of six games. Landon Dean, a defensive lineman from Frontenac, 
Kansas, another three-star recruit, number eight overall player in Kansas, the 6'4", 230-pounder, received four offers. He played defensive line and tight end his junior season. This season, he's being deployed as the defensive end and the left tackle. So just another player that brings that versatility to uh, the locker room in, in Stillwater. I think Mike Gundy really values a guy that can do more than one job. So it's nice that we have quite a few guys coming in like that this season. Austin Kowecki, an offensive lineman out of Frisco, Texas, a three-star recruit, received 28 total offers. The 6'4", 265-pound offensive lineman was the first offensive line commit for the 2022 class. And lastly, Tabri Shetran, a tight end out of Santa Fe, Oklahoma, another three-star, number 22 overall player in Oklahoma, the second part of the dual commit joining his brother Talon, the 6'4, 215 pound recruit, received nine offers through his seven games this season. He has 20 receptions for 235 yards and six touchdowns. I love what Oklahoma State coaches have done in recruiting this offseason. I'm very excited always when new faces are coming in. So it'll be. Exciting to see how their their senior seasons finish and then what they bring to Oklahoma State next season. We know from experience that true freshmen can make an immediate impact. Uh, please see Colin Oliver. So it'll be interesting to see what hidden gems Mike Gundy has been able to bring into Stillwater. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. Make sure to check back in tomorrow as we look towards the matchup with Iowa State. Now go make your second listen locked on Big 12. Get all your daily Big 12 news in less than 30 minutes with Big 12 expert Josh Neighbors. It's free and available on all platforms. Remember, you can find me at Lindellians on Twitter or follow the show page at locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!